five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energized football frenzy show. Who knows where the show will go? Who knows where the show will go? Thanks for the musical input there, Barry. So, Barrels, just tell us where is the show going today? Perfect. Tell us what the plan is. Perfect. Who knows where it will go to, plan? <laughs> who, knows, who knows? Who knows? Um, okay, well, as you know, we're going to kick it off with the big game over the weekend, Man U versus Liverpool, right? And then we're going to move into Spitgate. Spitgate. I'm sure you've all heard by now, Jamie Carragher has been suspended from Sky Sports for spitting on a 14-year-old girl while aiming at her father. Yeah. and then we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get into it. We will get into it, yeah. Uh, then we're going to move into the battle at the bottom because it's really heating up at the bottom. and Yeah. Who knows who could get relegated. Yeah. And then we're always going to finish it off with some Champions League and the quick fire fixtures for the weekend. So I'm looking forward to doing this show anyway. I always look forward to doing the football show. I always find that there's always football news yeah. every week. And then the quick fire. The quick fire. I always find it funny. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of quick fire, when we said who, who was actually going to win this weekend, I said to one man to know it. So Lloyd. Do you not say one all? No. Yeah. Obviously not. I say Man United are going every week. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Okay, so we may as well kick it off. Manchester United won 2 1 over the weekend. Um, possibly the biggest fixture of the season for every United and Liverpool fan. Yeah, everyone and, looks uh, at this fixture and thinks, right, that's the one. That you is the one. Everyone looks at that one, especially yeah. Man United fans, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's probably one of the most watched games of the year. Or even ever, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you got the job done 2 1, even though it scored all three goals. Uh, yeah. Marcus Rashford scored an absolutely incredible first goal. And I was going to say, like, it was an identical finish, but totally separate goal, second time out. Yeah. Um, look, Maria did a very good job of targeting Liverpool's weaknesses and inexperience. So, Alexander-Arnold, he's only, what, 19 or so. Uh, they targeted him, and then they played Lukaku off Lovren as opposed to off Van Dijk. Yeah, but and before it really be, showed before Van Dijk actually joined Liverpool, you were really high on uh, Alexander Arnold, saying that he's probably one of their best defenders. Him and Joe Gomez. Well, I, I look at Alexander Arnold, and I think in terms of the future, I think they like he is the future at Liverpool. But obviously, he's still going to have inexperiences that someone experiences Mourinho will be able to target. I I think when we're looking at that Liverpool team, I look at him and go. Him, Joe Gomez, two very good defenders, but they're gonna have to make mistakes over the next two, three years yeah, to definitely. become very good defenders. And if you put them up against the likes of Man United with Romelu Lukaku, Lex Sanchez, I know Rashford's young, but like he's such an uh, attacking threat. And like even Juan Mata, I mean, they're gonna exploit those uh, weaknesses within them. Yeah. Well, like first of all, when you put Lukaku, like that was that was planned to a T. Putting Lukaku yeah. on Lovren, which. Definitely did not support, like help Liverpool in any sort of way because I think that's one of the only few times United you know, have really played a, a long <coughs> ball to Lukaku to head on for for pace, mm. which was even surprising because beforehand I was like right no Pogba like you know what I mean you're missing your ninety million pound yeah. player you know what I mean but uh, it almost didn't matter that he wasn't there no it was um it, per, it was it was almost like a tactical masterclass in the first first half because Liverpool didn't look too threatening in the first half they were actually resorted to taking like. 
shots from 25 yards out by Firmino. And like really see against the head, it's not going to work. They did have actually one chance from a corner where Van Dijk, Van Dijk had a header. Yeah, he shouldered it wide, yeah. Yeah, but... But if we, if we go back to the first goal, that Rashford goal, um, the way he ran down the line, I, I thought his first touch wasn't amazing now. He sort of like no. pecked it straight down rather than like headed a bit in front of you. But the way he caught in and, and buried that. And the, 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 I don't know which was better, the finish or the turn. World class. Yeah, Just it, world was, class. it was very Ronaldo-esque, yeah. wasn't it? That's exactly it. We straight away were like, that was like Ronaldo. Yeah. He's so unassuming because he's like a stick. Yeah. And then when you do something like that, it's hard to believe he hadn't started in the league since Boxing Day. He also like I don't know why, but I always find it like he. It sounds weird when you say it out loud, but he actually kicked the ball so hard, as in like he's such like vigor behind yeah, the finish, yeah. as in like he like full on buried it. Yeah, there was no. It wasn't like he's you know solely full placed in, and like Carius didn't have a chance. Yeah, and then the second goal there was you know a bit of deflection. He put the he basically kicked the ball in the same place again. You know what I mean? I was like, and then twenty four minutes. Next thing you know, you know they're tuning up. I can't remember the last time you know they were tuning up after twenty four minutes. And so convincingly, it was yeah. it was weird to see Liverpool not start that strong because usually they they're straight out the blocks. Yeah, but uh, they seem totally nullified the whole game. I know, and you saw at the end, obviously Liverpool mm. had more possession. Yeah, but the thing is, it's sort of like Mourinho is just like tactical genius that he's just like right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just see out the game. Like, yeah, it's like we didn't need the possession. Yeah. it's like you can have the ball. Like you need to score. We don't. He's, like, almost, he's almost like proud of how good he is at defending. That yeah. he's like right here, go on lads, have a go. Yeah, and I know Bailey's own goal. Right, that was that was first of all that was something Phil Jones would do, but um, it was almost coming at him, and he was like, I have this totally sorted that I'm gonna do some stupid kick, and then he then he like it does was, his, yeah, but it was a, it was the, that only happens once a season. Yeah, and like you might as well have one season yeah. when you're tuning it up. You know I mean? Funny enough, he's actually one hundred percent our best centre back. Oh no, yeah, easily, 100%. easily, he's, he's the only one who I can be like, oh, he could be world class. Yeah, you know I mean, and like <laughs> the rest could, of them, yeah. like I look at small and I look at, I look, I just look at the rest of them and go, nah, like Beatty's like such an athlete and he's like so physically gifted that he's I'm a, like he's brilliant. Yeah, he's like a dog. Yeah, he's just, he's just like like at you, at you, at you. No, oh, he's he's definitely our best defender yeah. by a long shot as well. I'd say, um, look, it was a tale of two halves as well. I mean, like, you know, he got the job done in the first half, and then, you know, Fellaini came on the second yeah. half. I mean, it was yeah. really like, once he came on, you knew what the source was. Well, it was funny when I saw Fellaini coming on. I was actually sort of like, I, I wasn't upset to see him coming on, but like, there was a massive, like, there was a big boo around the stadium being like, why are you bringing off Rashford? Yeah. Uh, because first of all, he was on two goals on a hat trick, and then bringing on Fellaini, which was very negative. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's just Mourinho, like, closing out the game, and that's his style. I know. I know, yeah. I remember during the game as well, uh, McTominay got the ball out wide and then he was about to go up and instead he passed the ball back and like everyone booed. They were like, like, come on, we want to see more. But Mourinho's sort of thing is that like he loves to piss off people. Yeah. And he's, it's like everyone against Mourinho. Like, think about it. If you know how to lost that game, yeah. everyone would be like, Mourinho should be fired. Yeah. Like, just, it's just the way it is. But the way he's like, right, are you meant to be the best attackers in the league? Bring it on. Yeah. And they didn't really have anything. I know they, they like went gung-ho for the last 10 minutes but like that's the way it's always going to be you know what I mean yeah whenever you're winning yeah. the other team's going to try and score in the last yeah, 10 yeah. minutes they, like as in like you just defend that lead yeah. you know what I mean you don't try and score a third goal in the last 10 minutes yeah, and, it, and it's funny how like they've possibly the best three attackers like as a unit and, mm. you well know, they scored they scored more goals than Man United those three players yeah and then the way you know it's defence you wouldn't even see it as a, like a proper sturdy defence no, sure. Everyone makes the joke that you know it'll have a right winger and a left winger playing right back and left back. Yeah. And Ash Young put most out in his pocket. The amount of jokes saw going around about that. 
Um, very, very impressive. Uh, Valencia was also very impressive on the other flank. And they, I think I think if you take those two wide men away, I don't think Firmino can do enough by himself either, if that makes sense. Yeah, Firmino only works that when the other two are uh, on also on form and also, you know, creating that bit of space for him. Um, no, that's 100% sure. What, what do you make of McTominay now? He's sort of coming into the team... Out of nowhere, really. Mm. Um, last year, he was playing up front for the United underage team yeah. because they had no other striker because Rashford was taken from him. Yeah. And now he's playing defence midfielder. He's after being called up by Scotland. And the, 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 from nowhere, he's... The he's, world is his oyster almost now. Um, yeah. Champions League football. I look at it and... It, it's, actually, it's, well. it's, it's actually quite funny to see because it's another one of those things where Mourinho proves everyone wrong. Because everyone says... Oh, once you get Mourinho in as your manager, you might as well say goodbye to the youth team. And like, pluck Trey from the youth team, starting in the first 11. Rashford gets a lot of games. Um, and like, Mourinho went to town on uh, De Boer uh, at his latest press conference because De Boer was saying that Mourinho doesn't bring through the young talent and doesn't do well. And he was like, if you actually look at it, he said Mourinho, and like, he's generally right with facts. He doesn't really say many things about doing his homework I think he's given Rashford as much if not more game time since he's been there over the time Van Gaal gave him and over the time Moyes gave him so therefore uh, I think that's fair enough that he, if he's getting the same amount of game time then that's fair enough and the squad's only gotten better as well Yeah. and then he's brought through McTominay and then he went on to say the Boers like the worst manager in the Premier League history seven games seven losses no goals so I was like oh jeez yeah. I just think if you're the board don't maybe go for Mourinho because he's just going to ruin you. The see, the thing is, I think when the board was saying that, I don't think that he thought Mourinho was going to hear it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, well, and then obviously he did. But like, if anything, the boy at Mourinho, the pundits are going to, uh, the mm. reporters are going to say it. But uh, obviously, in the games leading up to this match, people were saying that Rashford should probably go out alone. Now, mm. not one United fan was saying that. No, but other fans are saying that. It was. It was a real like. Almost like a bitterness or something. You know what I mean, yeah. as in like, you're not in charge of Manchester United. If you were in charge of Manchester United, you never let Rashford go out alone. It's re- it's almost like a real selfish like, oh, he's an English player, so we want to see him go out alone because we want to see him play as much as we can. But really, see, he's got to develop more training with Manchester United with the likes of Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez, Anthony Martial, will matter. You know, I mean, then he ever is going to be scoring five more goals at Swansea than he did at Man United yeah. and having like brutal service Yeah, he's definitely making the United f- defenders better as well yeah he is yeah. See, yeah. by running at them yeah. so uh, he mustn't be running down at Luke Shaw anyway no um, yeah but like fair play to him uh, maybe maybe Luke Shaw's thing is that he's the best hacker on the team and no one ever gets by him so therefore he never has to run yeah the brick wall um, but it was an absolutely fantastic result for United um, five points clear Liverpool now Um. Yeah. Four points clear of Spurs now after Spurs win. Yeah. So, well, look. Would you keep that team? I don't see why they should change that team. Um, well, that, that, maybe between that game and the Chelsea game, they're two of the best games we've had all yeah. season. What do you make of Alexis Sanchez? It really hasn't started clicking again. No, he hasn't, but he does work quite hard. Someone actually made this point to me during the week that I was actually. It was a point made against about Oxide Chamberlain, and then it was a point made about Alexis Sanchez. And they said to me that when Oxley Chamberlain went to Liverpool, he actually wasn't fit. And he actually couldn't play Liverpool's system because he wasn't fit enough. Okay. And if you actually think about it, like Liverpool do an awful lot of running, especially a lot of running going forward. Yeah. I was like, that actually made sense. Because remember when he first arrived there, he was being told that 
I, or he was like giving the ball away and there was like videos of people laughing at him the way he was playing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like against that, Newcastle, actually, yeah. he was man of the match. Yeah. So I think maybe with Sanchez, maybe he's not the right fitness for with Manchester United style. And he hasn't got a chance to adapt to it. So maybe it's going to take him another, you know, six or seven games. Which there isn't a lot left in the season, but in terms of Champions League, maybe there will be. That then he'll reach the fitness that he needs to be at. Because I was actually remember looking at Alex Sanchez and around sixty minutes, if it cuts to him, he's sweating an awful lot, and he looks a bit bit on the tired side. So maybe you can only get sixty minutes out of Sanchez at the moment, right. and that's the problem. Did you see when you know they were playing defensively? We sort of went to a four four two. Yeah, and then that sort of that that formation like almost worked perfectly for you know mm. that I don't know where Pogba could come back into the side. Yeah, I, I think McTominay and. Maddox sitting deep looks very like very much protective against yeah. that defensive side. Yeah. Especially with and then also I saw Maddox helped a lot out on the left hand side with Salah, which actually very helped very much helped out the United side. Yeah. But yeah, but then, yeah. then you look at like Rashford was playing left, mm. Maddox was playing right and then up front Sanchez was sort of mm. playing beside Lukaku. Yeah. Well where would where would you bring Pogba back into that? I don't actually know at the moment, like I'm sort of happy for him to be on the bench. Like if that's if that's what it takes. Like I want to see that side play against Sevilla. Same here. If that's Same the here. side I want to see. I just, I just see the way if Man, if Man is playing on the right and then sort of goes diagonally towards the penalty spot and then players are running either way. Mm. He just has so many more options. Yeah, I I think Man is very key to that side as well. Because I don't think yeah, because I don't think McTominay or uh, Manich are fast enough to cover enough ground and they could be played no. out of the game. But together they're like a, a unit. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. and I like. McTominay's only getting better. He is, he's yeah. young. He's learning. Like he still makes some, you know, what I would call rookie mistakes. He still, you know, might lose the ball. But he's got such a good physical stature, and he's like so hungry to play that it does make up for a lot of his mistakes that he may make. But like he's clearly going to get better, better tactically as well because Mourinho's clearly in his ear all the time. Maddox is clearly in his ear all the time. Like he, I'm sure even Pogba's in his ear all the time. And he's probably sitting there going like, oh, "I'm playing like for Manchester United. I'm starting. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. twenty twenty one. Learning off Carrick as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, actually, I suppose we should say. Do you want to say? Oh well, Carrick like just reconfirmed that he's retiring at the end of the year. Mm. Uh, I know obviously that means United are going to have to sign another centimid. But the thing is, I think Liverpool's biggest problem in the game was they did not have a proper world class midfielder there. No, they didn't have someone on Madison's level. Well, yeah. So, if you're a Liverpool right now, yeah, they have a good three attacking. But looking back at the game, mm. they missed someone to control the game for them in the midfield. Uh, any players in particular come to mind that they should probably get? I know they're they're getting Mankata, but that's like that's also a, a flick of the coin. Like you never know what you're actually really going to get. You know? Yeah. To me, I'm actually not overly too sure who Liverpool couldn't couldn't get. I feel like they need almost like a midfield general. Almost like they could really have done with like a Vidal or uh, maybe an Ngoilon from Roma. Someone who's like. Will go box to box, will like put in the tackling on the defensive end, but then can get you going forwardly as well. Yeah. But it's it's very hard to see who's actually out there who is willing to go to Liverpool. And I don't mean that Liverpool aren't good. It's not. It's not when I say that. It's not like that. But also, who because like if somebody is that good, some of the other top teams are going to compete from. That's what I'm basically saying. Yeah, yeah, that's. Probably and right. I think like Emery Chan is like actually doing quite well for Liverpool this season, and it looks like he's just going to go on a free at the end of the season, which I do not think is good business for him. Maybe very left field, but someone who actually could work for Liverpool if they if they went out and got him could be Jack Wilshire. He hasn't signed a new deal yet. 
at Arsenal. Oh, who knows? Like, yeah. like, I, don't, I don't think that'll be no, a no, bad choice. Yeah, I'm not like that's a bad choice. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's good, but like, who knows? Yeah, yeah who knows where he's going? I feel, I feel like he's waiting to find out what story is at Arsenal before he decides where he's going. Yeah, that's smart, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, overall, what do you think of the game? And are, like, are, both teams really are, are a good bit off Man City, to be honest, you know? Oh, no, they 100% are. And watching City play, beating Stoke 2 0, they just did it so handily, you know what I mean? Even when Stoke had a few opportunities, it just wasn't wasn't enough. You know what I mean? So, I think in terms of it, they're both probably going to finish top four. I think Chelsea are going to struggle to finish the top four. Although Harry Kane's out for Spurs now, which could shake things up there. But I feel like it's going to go City, United, probably Liverpool third. Yeah. And then it'll be between Spurs and Chelsea for fourth. Yeah. I just got, I, I, like still looking back at the game, I'm really, really surprised Liverpool didn't really show up until near the end, you know? Yeah, especially and Salah, even, yeah, to be but, honest. And even when they did show up, mm. there was nothing really there. No. As well. No, it was... Um, Although, like, in fairness, I don't think any, I don't think anyone was expecting to be 2-0 to Man United after 24 minutes. So, therefore, yeah. that definitely changed Klopp's mentality. And then it also changed Mourinho's mentality. It was like, right, two goals. But like, when's the last time United have let a two-goal lead slip under yeah. Mourinho? Yeah, that was also Rashford's first brace for United since yeah. his debut against Arsenal. Oh, okay. yeah? Yeah. Very uh, impressive. I think Rashford just has to start left wing no matter what. Yeah. Like, that pace is so raw. Yeah. Like, that strike was just something clinical. But then again, like, before Martial, like, I don't know whether he got injured or became ill or whatever it was, he was, oh, he was very hot on the left wing as well. Yeah. So, between the two of them, like, they're frightening. But it's it's nice to have, I think, although I do think, you've said this a few times before, Martial is definitely more of a threat coming off the bench than I think Rashford is. I think Rashford yeah. likes to get into a game as opposed to... Marshall, like when he comes on, he looks like he might do something. I think Rashford does more the dog, the dog, like the team doggy work. Yeah. Whereas like Martial would sort of be like, like he 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 hasn't got that electric run straight off the mark. Yeah. Whereas Rashford does. Like Martial can pick up the pace. Yeah. And he'd be a better dribbler as well. Yeah. I think in his brain, I think he'd be more like more mm. creative as well. I almost feel like Rashford would like try and beat his man just that little bit yeah. more at times. Yeah. I feel like he'd be more like a Vardy. Yeah. Like direct. Yeah, as well. No, I think actually a very yeah. good show. Yeah, but uh, okay. Well, then obviously after the game, do, do you want to explain what happened, to Jamie Carragher? So, Jamie Carragher was driving his car. A Man United fan was driving his car with his daughter in the passenger seat, and he was driving alongside Jamie Carragher. He goes, "Oh look, there's Jamie Carragher." Beeps the horn, goes, "Oh, Jamie, two one, two one, mate," and then Jamie Carragher drives up alongside him. And then lets out this massive spit, and he hits he hits your man's daughter in the face. Um, Barry, what do you have to even say about this? I uh, like I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Um. Okay. When I saw this, I thought it was actually a joke because it looked like someone edited the face and put it on his body. But um, do you know what? Like, okay, I don't condone or condone any of this shit, right? Because uh, first of all. I know how annoyed I get when someone rubs it in my face that Man U lose, especially to their team. And especially if it was Liverpool, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, Jamie Carragher has actually played in all these games and he's like been captain of Liverpool. And he's won them and he's lost them. He, yeah, he's won and he's lost. And he's scored for both... Uh, at scored, both ends. Scored at both ends, yeah. But uh, I'm not actually sure if he scored for, for Liverpool. I think he scored for, like, again. Yeah. Like, oh, jeez. But... um. Look, first of all, like people see football as a religion and they love it, and like he he is definitely one of them people, like like a Steven Gerrard, like a Roy Keane, um, I don't know who you want to compare them to, but like 
he bleeds he bleeds red he's a Liverpool mm. like he's Liverpool true and true that's, that's why they have have a great show with Carragher and Neville the way it's like you know at a Liverpool and they'll go back and forth yeah the like, banters yeah. It's, it's the best on TV oh it's the best it's the best the thing is right him doing that like he was obviously so outraged now who knows you could have been on the phone beforehand giving out about them and then your man's like hey hey fuck you two one hey and then he's just like mm. he's like took it all out and that guy now doing that was just like the wrong thing to do and especially in these days it couldn't be any more wrong like I was actually just in shock that he did it I was like I was like oh man because I knew what was going to happen yeah and, and I also for our own selfish reason I was like really annoyed yeah. as in like I was just like he's going to lose his job now the, yeah. the absolute eejit I was more annoyed that he's going to lose his job because I, I really enjoy seeing Carragher so I was like can't believe he's losing his job but, Car- Carragher's one of the best pundits out there yeah it was actually quite interesting when we put out a poll that it was like 61% said he should and then 39% said he shouldn't lose his job I actually thought it'd be much higher saying that he should but obviously there's a lot of Liverpool fans out there as well uh, and I'm not, I'm not even saying that trying to have a dig at Liverpool fans because I think there's there's so many different ways you can look at it as well like first of all the United fan shouldn't have actually been on his phone driving the car with his daughter, like, video with his daughter in the car. Secondly, he shouldn't have been goading someone in front of his daughter. The daughter's actually telling him to stop. Yeah, she was, yeah. Of, you could see her, she was sort of embarrassed, I think. Of it. Yeah, and then, like, her. she gets spat on. <laughs> and then your man's like, Jamie Carragher just spat my daughter. Lovely Jamie. I was like, he didn't even seem that annoyed about it. You almost feel like he warned him, like, he was going to get him now. I think he was sort of like, here, I got that on camera. Like, yeah, yeah. And then... The other aspect is like Jamie Carragher shouldn't have rolled down as we know in the first place and had this back and forth with the fan. And then because yeah, how many times has he got that anyway? Like I mean that Yeah, like, but not only that, like he's definitely got worse than that as yeah, well. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it wasn't like to say two one Jamie Carragher, you should be able to take that on yeah. the chin and move yeah, on. And, yeah, and like he's retired as well, doesn't yeah, even yeah. play for him. Yeah. And like if you look at that team, like how many players would Jamie Carragher have played with on that Liverpool team now? Not very many. Mingle maybe he wasn't even starting maybe that's it yeah so when you look at it like that not all the wrong moves played by Jamie Carragher he had an interview there on Sky News then and like he was called out on everything wasn't he yeah and I'm not going to lie the presenter went in very hard on him and there was a few moments where I was like he's not going to admit that they were like do you think you should lose your job and I thought about it and there's no right or wrong way to answer that. If he says yes, then Sky Sports are going to have to sack no, him anyway. Exactly, yeah. And if he says no, it's like he doesn't think what he did is that bad. So there's no right yeah, or wrong that, way. Yeah, but that will also hinder him getting a job again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was no right or wrong way for him to approach that. Also, I was sort of looking at the way he was being questioned. And I was like, what he did was absolutely disgraceful. But, and like, you, you can't condone it. But I will say that there was no physical harm done to anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're like, I almost just look at them and question and go, I feel like there's been murderers on TV who haven't been yeah, interrogated yeah. this badly. And also the spit. Like he like he obviously didn't go, right, that's it, I'm spitting to this yeah. 14-year-old girl. He was yeah. obviously like, trying to hit your man. Or like, worst case scenario, get it in the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wasn't like, look at mm. that kid. Yeah, it was, as he described, a moment of madness. I think we've all had them before where like you do something and then like as soon as you do it, you're like, oh yeah. no, bro, I shouldn't have done that. And definitely, yeah. Like yeah. everyone is flawed. Everyone's yeah. done something wrong. Oh yeah, and look, apart from you, it was quite interesting as well because a lot of people were very quick to like bring up uh, Andy Gray and Richard Keys as well and compare the two, and they're not very comparable scenarios. Yeah. Um, well, Andy Gray and Richard Keys were uh, were being recorded. They they weren't sure 
And then there was a woman linesman. Yeah. And he, they were like, oh, there shouldn't be a woman's linesman. All this sort of stuff. Yeah, but I also think they were like, get your tits out as well. I think they said... Uh, I don't, well, I don't yeah, know how like, far it went, yeah. but it was definitely yeah. like... Yeah, were, and then someone was like, oh, that's sexual harassment. That's way worse. But then it was like... The person they were abusing wasn't actually there. So therefore, like, yeah. is that worse than actually like spitting on someone? Also, he spat on a minor. And Jamie Carragher also has a daughter who's 14 years yeah. old, which like doesn't really help. Um, it's it's just a, a very unfortunate scenario for all parties involved because there's no winner out of the scenario either. You know what I mean? No. Like, uh, Jamie Carragher is more than likely going to be, he's at least going to be suspended. Who, long, who knows how long for? Um, like, that fourteen-year-old girl is going to be like embarrassed if her name gets out. Who it is? Like, oh, like I don't think it will get out. I think because she's a minor, they won't. Yeah, but the, the yeah, but the dad's name might come out, and then her name will come out by default. Um, Sky Sports is the presenter. They have to air about this, and your man is like driving on the phone with his daughter in the car. You know what I mean, like he could actually end up getting fined by the police for doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not. An attractive situation for anyone to be in. And look, my initial thought was, oh, he has to be sacked. That's absolutely disgraceful. I've sort of sat back and thought about it. And like, I probably still do feel the same. But for my own selfish purposes, I'm just like, I wish he wasn't. But you sort of have to put it this way. If Craig Bellamy did it, I'd be like, I never want to see him on TV again. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, because I don't think he's the best pundit. But you can't really have, you can't really make sort of you know excuses for someone just because they're very good at their job. That's it. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah like you, you know what I mean. Like you're like, oh, here, look. It, it, I know it's obviously not that bad, but like that's why Michael Jackson is like, oh, everyone, the King of Pop loved the guy, and then all of a sudden you hear all these ratings, and yeah. you're just like, you're like, oh, why'd you do it? Like I love you, but I can't love you now. Yeah. Like you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like you... I, I went from hating Carragher because he played for Liverpool, and like I respected him, and then going to being like an absolutely brilliant pundit, and like making Monday Night Football one mm. of the best shows going on a Monday. And then he goes and does that and you're just like, you're like, that's too far, man. That's yeah. too far. Yeah. That's it's... just too far. And it doesn't even need to be done. Like, all he need to do is wave his wallet or something. You know yeah. I mean? And you know what? He was actually trying to make some valid points. Um, your one was having absolutely none of them. That he was like, oh, you know, like, I felt so bad. And the worst thing was, like, it was a 14-year-old girl and I can't believe it. And then your one was like, oh, it doesn't matter who it was. He shouldn't have spat on anyone. And it was really like, He's trying to make the point that he feels bad because it was a 14-year-old girl. And it does make it worse as a 14-year-old girl. 100%. If anyone says it doesn't, there's something wrong with you. Like, if someone turned to me and go, if I was sat beside a 14-year-old girl and you were like, that guy over there has spit in either your face or her face, I'd be like, right, well, it's going to have to spit in my face. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? But, yeah, but we're also around the, 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 like the whole experience of like clickbait. So if it was just like, Carragher spits at car, it's like nothing. It's like, yeah. Carragher spits at girl. And then it's like, Carragher spits at 14 year old girl. Yeah, yeah, it's like. And, and then he knickknacked her gaff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, look, Carragher, you're really, really fucked up. But you know what? Fair play to Gary Neville, because Gary Neville went and then stood up for him and said he's worked with Carragher for the last three or four years and it's completely out of character for him and he really loves working with him and he doesn't feel like this should be the end of working with him. Um, it was an unfortunate incident. But it shouldn't be the end of his career. No. Uh, well, we may as well say what we think is going to happen then. Me personally, I don't think we're going to see Jamie Carragher on Sky Sports for at least the next three to six months. I don't. I don't think he's going to be back on Sky Sports at all. No. They just, they're just. I, like, they're just like. I, they, I feel like if they did ban him for six months and then he came back after six months, 
I feel like there almost be like a re backlash that yeah. spacey spacey bang bang. Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, and I also feel like he's gonna be doing, but like he'll be he'll be talking to someone on Sky Sports, and then they'd be like. Oh jeez, man! You're after spitting on me when you said that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, oh, he's yeah. just gonna have that forever, isn't he? Yeah, no, it's it's just done. It's mm. like it's like like unfortunately, it's just like here. Look, it's just easy to cut ties. Yeah, because people at the head of Sky do not care mm. about Jamie. Car- they're not like oh mm. no, Jamie Carragher. You know what I mean? They could just put like they're probably maneuver the money around and then probably trying to get like either like you Gerard know, or like get a yeah. Leo Ferdinand on. What he could what he could actually do, which could easily work out from very well. Is that he could actually do his own Liverpool podcast? I oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which would probably get very well listened to. And I'm sure they're probably consciously not allowed that him and Gary Neville would have their own podcast. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, well like, like Gary that, Neville does, does do well. I know he does a Sky Sports podcast, but if they had their own separate podcast, like, I feel like that would be do very, very well. Yeah. I'd listen to it anyway. Yeah, uh, no, I actually wouldn't. Would you not? Well, I mean, like, I already listened to a lot of stuff, like, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, but I listened to Carragher and Neville do one together. Oh, if they did one together, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. No, oh. I wouldn't listen to Carragher, but oh, if Carragher okay. and Neville did one together, I'd like, listen to it. Yeah. Well, like, what's going to happen is he's going to end up, like, going to one of these other stations. Yeah, whatever the Andy Gray, Richard Key station yeah. is. Yeah, I think that's called, like, BN or something. Or, yeah, or yeah. even ESPN yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the end of his career, it's just, no. like, a learning thing. Like, put it this way, he's never going to spit in another car again. No, but, well, it's not a very good progressive step for his career. I don't think oh, he's, no, he's not getting Sky Sports money somewhere else. No. But maybe he might now go into going to coaching now maybe you might be like here look I'll go back to Liverpool and do work on, with the under 18s with Stephen Gerrard yeah. like it's not the end of his career yeah I think, like, I think he has to make a few right PR moves yeah. and maybe that was the right like it's not the perfect way to cut mm. ties but like when is anything the right time to go like even when fighting like you usually go out with your face down on the mat so I mean like, like maybe this is the, this is like right here look you've su- succeeded in that want to move on and try something else now you know what I mean and then like realistically you can always come back to Sky Sports in 10 years and no one even say it like look at Graeme Souness who went over to uh, Galatasaray and then he ran onto the pitch and got the flag and like stuck it right in the middle of the field and there was an uproar you know yeah. I mean? but no one ever references that or how much of a like mm. how, many, how often he'd like stand the people in all the matches you know one ever remembers that mm. so if you're Gar- if you're Jamie Carger what's your move over the next two days what do you do well I mean I saw him. I saw him apologizing, but he wasn't. He, he didn't seem like overly sincere. You know what I mean? He, he like he wasn't like here, look. Because uh, like he was obviously told to do that, whether mm. or not like he was apologizing or not, he was still antagonizing. He was like, mm. if like he was still like whatever. But uh, I think uh, like obviously he's probably, he's gonna have to wait until he gets gets let go because then you'll get you'll get money as well for being let go as well. Because if he resigns, he doesn't get money. I feel like he's gonna have to go find this girl, get a photo with her in the da, and like do an apology. And like, what do like, what like get up on stage and be like, no, not get up on stage, but like, <laughs> she's gonna have to end up in the photo in the, in the paper, like apologizing this girl in the paper, how it's like right here, and then like maybe even a backhander, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's to, to to make himself, she's like, oh, back in the like, for her to be like, oh, I know we didn't mean yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he it needs, means he needs something like that. Yeah, yeah, but you still. Not gonna be like let back. I know, yeah, I don't but, think he's come back. yeah, but he needs to repair his image. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, 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 a thousand percent agree yeah. with you. I'd love to have him back on, but I just don't think they'll do it. Like, no. I mean, for instance, Mulga Carrick's retiring at the end of the season. I mean, mm. there's Mulga Carrick for you, you know. Well, like Stephen Gerrard, or like randomly does BT Sports. Why? What's stopped Gerrard coming in just doing full time punditry for? Sports oh, I know sports? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, like a hundred percent. Bro, no, I just feel like there should be like a Liverpool and Man United. I just think that works out yeah. so well. Yeah, but there there needs to be more Man United people put on the Sky Show as well. It's very very. Yeah, no, but it, Gary Neville's there nearly all the time. Is what I'm saying. I suppose there needs to be that. 
Like, there's two most followed club, clubs in England, so there needs to be, like, a staple Liverpool person. Like, I don't think Craig Bellamy's that either, because, like, he bounced around a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to... Yeah. And don't get Didi Hamming in, because he's brutal. Yeah. But I remember when uh, Andy Gray and Richard Keyes, like, they were, like, the sound of football on a yeah. weekend. Like, they were just, like, synonymous. Like, yeah. the way Joe Rogan and Mike Olberg were with the UC, they were just, like, that was it. Like, I remember eating mm. peanuts, listening to, like, you know, like the warm-up... Um, Andy Gray talking yeah. the real thick Scottish accent yeah but uh, I think wrapping up really is just uh, yeah he's, he's, he's gonna get the boot and it's unfortunate and kids don't spin on people yeah uh, also over the weekend after the United match Liverpool fans were chanting all this stuff about Munich and the Munich mm. air disaster and air crash and just why, why are people still going on like that you know what I mean just like especially because most of them probably don't actually remember it as well yeah. Um, look you should never chant about anyone dying or anyone like... They were dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just too much. It's, it's too different. much. As in, like, at the end of the day, it's a sports event. It's a football game. I know people get passionate about it. I get passionate about it. You get passionate about it. But it like it doesn't have to come to physical violence and, like, you, like, chanting that like, you're delighted someone died about it. You know what I mean? Mm. That, that no one wins then. Yeah. And that's the way it is. But I'm sure United fans chant horrible things to Liverpool. Like, I'm sure... Yeah, but it's never said, on camera. Yeah, but I'm sure someone said something about Hillsborough or something to Liverpool before as a United fan. You know what I mean? Like, as disgusting that is as well. You know what I mean? It's equally disgusting. I'm sure it has been said. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, well, these like, are just the facts. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know, obviously, yeah. it being heard on camera is obviously a lot worse. Yeah. Very Liverpool. Yeah. Well... And it's not all the fans, though. No. But, Speaking of crazy fans. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Let me get this right now. West Ham were playing at home against Newcastle. Oh no, sorry, against Burnley. And after two after going two 0 down at home, loads of West Ham fans run onto the pitch and like first of all, Noble, Mark mm-hmm. Noble, like tries to like throw one of the players. The, the, one of the no, successfully throws one of the last yeah, the ground. Yeah, he was like, get the fuck off! Like, and everyone's sort of like, what's going on? What's going on? Then other fans run on, and then one fan actually ran on with the corner flag and started like digging it into the ground. Obviously, must be related to Graham soon S or something like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight into the in the middle of the field where you tip off, and like some of the, I was actually sort of surprised the way some of the West Ham fan uh, players weren't like, didn't re- they didn't really do anything? They weren't like mm. get off, lads. Yeah, yeah. Now these guys are millionaires. Yeah, Jason Collins like, sort of moved them along, but he's a bit of like an old school hard man, yeah, yeah, really. He's the centre half. Yeah, he's like an old school. And then like Noble's like, like, like I'm the captain of this club, like throwing people around. But there was a few other players that were just like walking around with the head down and just been like, don't know who they are. Yeah. No, the West Ham fans are going mad. Then like more fans started coming over to the executive box, yeah. which is actually an open air. Yeah, area. and they were like, they're like chanting, Sullivan out or whatever, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, they were like, get out of here, we hate you. And then. <laughs> They calmed it all down a bit. Then three 0 Joe Hart spilling spilling the beans there. Like that, like Joe Hart, I think just needs to. I don't know where seventy five England caps. Well, he should probably just go to America. You know that. Like he's sort of finished now, but uh, especially after doing so badly at three, you know. And then three 0 down, more look, fans started abusing abusing him. Like the like, and it was do you know what it was. Tw- uh, how many years was it since uh, Bobby Moore died? Twenty five years. Maybe yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, the, like it was like the an anniversary. Anniversary, anyway. yeah. And like his, Bobby Moore's daughter was there, and they had a whole thing beforehand, and that all happens. That's the first time I've ever seen something that bad. Yeah, especially in the Premier League, especially yeah. with all the security that they have as well. And that's and dangerous. Appa- man. And apparently, um, the guy who came and put the flag down on the pitch, like he walked off the pitch, and he was really like, he was sort of, it was a protest what he was doing, and like people were less like, 
trying to drag out of him. And the security guard got him and brought him off the pitch. And apparently he says that the security guard goes here look quite which man. But like, I have to bring you off the pitch. Well. Yeah, That's yeah. my job. You yeah. know what I mean? That's so dangerous. And That's so, like, do you, yeah. mean, do, do you see some of the some of the West Ham fans, little kids, like kid fans, yeah. like they, they had to be, like the Burnley players let them sit there in their dugout. yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was getting out of control. Yeah, one word that was used was anarchy. It it just was, and at the end of the day, West Ham team is not very good at the moment. Anyway, for a start, yeah. right? Um, they looked like they were doing all right at the start of the season. They got Hernandez in, Lanzini looked good. You know, Cresswell was playing good. They got Joe Hart in, who like at the start of the season you go great signing. You know, one. England number one, and like. I know, I know. You said he wasn't great at three, no, but because he played in the Italian league, you, you sort of forget that he had a few mistakes. You yeah. know what I mean? They're currently coming sixteenth now. Yeah, so they're sixteenth. They're what one point, two points ahead of the above relegation zone. Yeah, three points. Three points. Okay. Yeah. Um, thirty play, play thirty games, thirty points. Points again. Yeah, draw <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, Moyes is in charge. I feel like three weeks ago he was doing grand, and then you lose three games in the trot. And tension high. I feel it's because when West Ham got relegated last time as well, they struggle so hard to get back up that they don't want to have that struggle again. Um, especially you can't be playing that lovely stadium in the championship as well. Yeah, the the thing is, when they were told that they were moving to that stadium, they were like promised that they were going to sign bigger players and challenges for Europe. Yeah, and now they they only have like a net spend of over like thirty, like under thirty million, sorry. Yeah, and they're coming what. 16 like nowhere near yeah they're behind Europe. Brighton they're behind Huddersfield and they're behind Newcastle all the teams that got promoted yeah so it it doesn't look good for them blowing bubbles into the championship yeah I, I look at their team and I don't I'm not inspired in any way by the players have like I think Lanzini's good Hernandez is good and that's about it you know what I mean I don't look at any, any of the rest of the players and go oh they'd be alright like Cresswell will probably be bought yeah. if I look at the players who would be bought back into the Premier League there are probably only three. I and think, maybe Joe Hart, just because he's Joe Hart. Yeah, I think Antonio could be like a player that goes to Chelsea and be yeah. a cover for Moses as well. Yeah, he's like Rick. But I feel like Antonio last year had a very good year. This year, I haven't heard from him the no, last yeah, he 15 got, no, he games. Got injured, he got injured for a while. Oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, no, don't worry about him. And Royce, one of Ireland's very own centre-backs. Yeah, I wouldn't be bragging about being the centre-half for West Ham yeah, anytime yeah. soon. Really, yeah. um, look, the fans should be invading the pitch. No matter how bad it gets, like... The Arsenal fans aren't invading the pitch. Just, yeah. West Ham fans are going to be invading the pitch. Yeah, just talk about now West Ham's next game being played behind closed doors. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you think of that? Um, the next, next home game, obviously. Yeah, next home game. And they're meant to be playing, I think it's Southampton they're playing. So, like, but, like yeah. both Southampton for the managers tonight. Yeah. So, like, I don't even know what to make of that. It, it just shows. Like, this That's almost, also unfortunate for Southampton fans if the game's not been played behind closed doors as well. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even know it's just showing like the way the football is going these days it's so much passionate I know like there, there can be like extreme versions of passion but even the way like uh, Per Mertzsacker came out during the week saying that he actually would rather not he's meant to be retiring at the end of mm. the year and he said that he actually would rather not play again for the rest of the year because the amount of pressure there is coming on and playing and, and then if you mess up the fans go against you and stuff yeah. like also people aren't showing up for Arsenal games either Two, two, two games in a row like the stage has been half empty I'm not surprised but the thing is like as the pressure builds and builds and builds these players are getting richer and richer and richer and then you you actually just forget they're just a normal person yeah yeah they go home and eat their dinner like the rest of us at the end of the day yeah and then they have thousands of people on their phones like like being like you are shit today or else that's why like yeah, I say you, we become, just, you become a meme like if you, yeah. if you do something wrong that's why it must feel amazing if you score the winner because you've just all of a sudden mm. this like fucking 
Yeah, for you. Burnley are after, and Burnley are like after picking up again of late. That for the Chris Wood looks very, very good. And Barnes is after scoring a few goals as late as well. Yeah. Between the two of them, um, they seem to be actually back on form. I think it was it was I think Wood came on for Hendrick and Barnes scored a great goal right yeah. top corner, just like a perfect yeah, goal. I think Wood got the assist as well. Yeah, yeah, Wood yeah, Woods came on, gave the assist and then scored as well. So Burnley aren't looking bad and look, West Ham lost the game. 3-0 I think it was yeah. but really it doesn't matter whether you lose 1-0 or 3-0 at this stage of the season you lost the game you lost the game Yeah, you're better yeah. off going all out and at least trying to get a point because if you don't you're going down um, ideally people say that over 40 points will keep you in the Premier League yeah. right? uh, at the moment every team has played 30 games and from 9 to 20 they're under 40 points um, I think well Everton are 9th and they're 37 points so they're what 10 points clear of 18th which all, at this t- at this um stage I don't look at the points I look at how many games you're basically ahead of the team so if you're 10 points ahead of them I'd say you're 4 games ahead of them and with only 8 games left it'd be a miracle for Everton to get relegated yeah we can't see that um, look West Brom are basically relegated all but mathematically yeah. um, they're absolutely dreadful on zero, on 20 points 20 down points, there. Yeah. I almost said 0 points they might as well be on 0 points they just, they just haven't had a striker and then no Rondon's like not good enough to get you you see, when, up. Yeah, when you're not bad, I think I think having a lone striker who doesn't score goals isn't a good idea. You're better no. off doubling up on your bad strikers and just going yeah. for it. Yeah, 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 they're gonna have to do something. Although I would have thought maybe Sturge might have given them an option to stay up, but obviously not. I think he's out injured again, man. Is he? But he wasn't playing there. And they brought on your man Burke, who was at RP Leipzig last Ol- year. Oliver Burke. Yeah, and he whipped it, like first thing whipped it in, ran down scored and they went one 0 up against Leicester. Beautiful ball. And then lost four one, fair play to him. Yeah, so well then you look at it today, like Stoke for instance, lost, they're in the bottom three with Crystal Palace. As much as I look at Stoke and Crystal Palace as they are in the bottom three, I look at Palace and I feel like they're going to stay up. And they put in a solid performance against Chelsea, they put in a solid performance against us, they didn't get the points. But because they put in solid performances, it's a lot to build on. And they're only what, one po- if they win their next game, they can go as high as what, 16th, they could go ahead of West Ham, potentially. So that it actually will go ahead of West Ham and goal difference. So therefore, I think Crystal Palace are a better football inside. No, same here, 100% yeah, agree. Yeah. Um, I actually think it's crazy to think like Brighton are as high as 11th. And they're probably going to stay up like 34 points. They're 7 points ahead of the relegation zone. It's probably enough. You're probably looking at Newcastle down, aren't you? Who, yeah, well, who, who are you looking to get relegated here now? Because you have Southampton at 17th. I think they're going to drop down. Their strikers aren't scoring. Midfielders aren't scoring. I look at Huddersfield, West Ham, Southampton, Stoke are in trouble. I would have said Swansea until they got this new manager in and like it seems to be clicking there. Yeah. And at the moment they're they are probably looking at being like three more wins or safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing is that West Ham team, after all that chaos there over the weekend, it, it, they're either gonna go one of two ways, aren't they? Yeah. They're either gonna absolutely fold or but they have good players, the players are gonna like you know Link up and go. We have to get it done. So it actually goes to show that just because you have good players doesn't mean you stay open. Remember Newcastle? But years I, ago? I think their defense is very, very bad though. Bar Cresswell, like who else do they have? Like what Tompkins? Yeah, but they just like they just like. Or see a Palace. They just play dead in that game. That you're like, where are they going to get that like energy from? I think you almost have to look. I suppose if you look at West Ham and if like Hernandez got a few goals, you know what I mean. That's sort of where you might look at and look at Southampton and. I almost feel Southampton are, are too good to, to go down as well. Well, that, that's, let's not forget all these teams are good now. Yeah. Well, well, like, 
within reason. Yeah, within reason. Yeah, yeah. Good enough to be um, in the Premier League. The way I look at it is actually like I, I would have thought Brighton's team isn't very good, but they're much higher up the table yeah. uh, in terms of squad. And then I look at Newcastle. And I was like, I don't know why they're going to score their goals either. I'm more looking at the teams going. If someone had a like marquee goal scorer, I'd think they'd be safe. Um, None really did, to be honest. No, Newcastle were even struggling as well. I think, I think Stoke are going to struggle. Yeah, right. So yeah. okay, well, okay, we're going West Brom. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Southampton as well, and then I'm also going to go with Huddersfield. I'm going to go West Brom. Stoke and West Ham. Okay. I like the way we did different teams. Yeah, yeah, That's going to yeah, be interesting. Yeah. After I said Huddersfield, sort of like, in fairness, we'll probably come back to it in four games' time, and it'll be between, you know, well, West Ham are definitely going down. It'll be between two or four teams then. Yeah. Well, I heard whoever's listening now, if you're a big fan of the Premier League, let us know who you think will go down. Yeah. And also, don't forget to give us a lovely review on iTunes. Normally, I say that at the very end, but. Next we have the champions, followed by quickfire round. So Barry, this week's Champions League saw Juventus knock out Spurs, Spurs yeah. uh, Real Madrid knock out PSG, and then Liverpool and City, was it? Liverpool what went through? Well, Liverpool and City were already, yeah. what was it, 4-0 and 5-0? Yeah. So like, there's no point even talking about them. City yeah. actually lost to Basel, yeah. and then Liverpool drew. It all, yeah. Yeah. So like those games are already over, yeah. And then you have Real Madrid doing the double. Cristiano Ronaldo, like second half of the season, is absolutely incredible, isn't it? I think he's just no. I think he's just the same every year, but he just had a shit first half of the season, yeah. and then he's just the same. Yeah, he just ends up in the right position yeah. all the time to score goals. Like, you can How would you do that? And as the games get bigger, he does better. Yeah, but I don't get. Well, obviously, it's down to experience. But I mean, mm. he, the defenders never seem to be in the right position for him. No. And he always seems to be in the right position. It's yeah, but Harry Kane sort of does that as well. Yeah, but it's a bit different. Uh, it's a bit different. Yeah, but Ronaldo does it consistently better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you called it. Uh, well, then, yeah, Real Madrid obviously won that. Uh, Neymar was a massive miss for him. But uh, what did you make of Spurs going one nil ahead and then look losing two one? That Juventus team that starting eleven is a lot to compete with, and if the Juventus defense. Is on fire like the way Chiellini was on fire. I mean, someone as good as Chiellini always has the ability to put ninety good minutes together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he might be that bit more older, much older, but he can still put a solid ninety minutes in there. And if he puts a solid ninety minutes in there, you're gonna struggle to score goals against him. Yeah. And I think when his stats came out at the end of the game, he was either first or second on all defensive stats. I'm not surprised. He's a really old school sort of like he reminds you a bit of Vidic. Yeah, gets his head in there anywhere. Uh, the draw actually gets made on Friday as well, so we'll know. You'll know for next yeah. week's show who, who's facing who, which I also, can't wait to see. I want to give a special shout-out in the Europa League to Arsenal going to San Siro and getting a 2-0 result, considering Gattuso had a 13-game win streak going. No, that was quite very, impressive. Very impressive. That game was on really early. Yeah, so no, I can't believe it was a 6 o'clock game. Yeah. I wasn't happy. 6 o'clock? Yeah, it should not always be the 8 o'clock game, no? I don't know. I was like, on Thursday, I was like, right, that's the game I'm going to watch, and then it didn't happen. Oh, I thought the 6 o'clock game only happened in Russia. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I didn't realise. There must be like here no one wants to watch. Yeah. But, uh Anything else to say about the Champions League the last games? That was a very no, good game now, Juventus no, you, against No, you, Juventus sort of... Well, so was the Real Madrid PSG yeah. game as well. You, out, out of the four teams, like I'll be excited to see any of them match up against each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, then, do you want me to go through the games yeah. now this week? Okay. 
Champions League, Tuesday, the day this podcast got released, Manchester United taking out the Sevilla. I really expect United to get the job done. Same at home, at after home. watching them play Liverpool fixture, I feel like Mourinho come up with some tactical genius. I'll take another 2-1. Yeah. Yeah, then uh, Roma versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, Roma coming in uh, 2-1 down. Roma went 1-0 up, so I feel like they have the ability to score against them. They seem very good at home. I think Roma are going to get the job done. Uh, Shakhtar tend to be worse away from home, like a good bit worse. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather Rome went through because like yeah. if you have to get a home and away leg against Shakhtar Donetsk, oh the Ukraine, no yeah, thanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, then on Wednesday, Besiktas against Bayern Munich, five 0 down. Well, I, if if you ask me, I think Besiktas might win the game two one, but like they're not going through anyway. I'll just go Bayern Munich. Yeah, and then Barcelona versus Chelsea, that could be a good game now. Yeah, that would be a very very good game. Um, if I had to pick Barcelona home. I'm going to pick Barcelona. Messi just had another kid, so he's rest of the weekend. Then Bale's back. He looks very, very good. Um, Coutinho's cup tied. Oh, he is tied, yeah. Um, and they still have Suarez, so I'm going to go for definitely Barcelona. I can see Barcelona just banging in a couple very early and then being like, right, see you later, lads. Yeah. Chelsea actually rested a few players this week as well. Uh, then it's Super Thursday. The return um, of Arsenal. Five past eight now this week, actually. Yeah, so uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing that. It'll be interesting to see because last time they played Ostersend or whatever that pub team's name was, yeah. uh, they lost the second leg and they looked a bit shaky. So it'll be interesting to see them in the Emirates. Also, uh, Dortmund lost to Salzburg in the first game. So it'll be interesting to see if Dortmund can uh, come back and fix that, write that wrong. Disabled, write that wrong. Yeah, well, it's like I look at the Europa League and see. Dortmund, the Letico Madrid and Arsenal. They're the sort of three teams I'm looking at to win it. Alright. Uh, move on to... There was meant to be a game on Friday but it was postponed Spurs against Newcastle. And then... Uh, what's going on in here? A lot of ga- these games seem to be postponed at the moment. Uh, John, it could be... It could be, it could be because it's FA Cup. Oh, I think there is FA Cup, isn't there? That's going to be interesting to see... Um, yeah. Well, which one do do the Premier League? Oh, no, I'll do the FA Cup. FA Cup quarterfinals, right? Uh, on Saturday, quarter past twelve, Swansea versus Spurs. Oh, I'm just gonna say Spurs. Spurs, yeah. And then at seven forty-five, Man U versus Brighton. This is on Paddy's day now. Uh, I think you know they're gonna get the job done. Um, whichever team goes out there. Same here. Uh, then Bournemouth versus West Brom at three. <laughs> it's a league now. Bournemouth versus West Brom. Bournemouth. Bournemouth, I think yeah, because they need to win as well. Huddersfield versus Palace. Ooh, draw. draw yeah Stoke City versus Everton Stoke if Stoke Everton, Everton, Everton are very bad yeah. at home they're actually no, in away. 18th place in the Everton league away. sorry away oh, yeah, they're yeah, 18th yeah. place in the league away so like if Stoke are ever going to get the result it's now yeah and then uh, yeah I agree and then at half five Liverpool versus Watford no Liverpool are just going to win that they need they need to win that more than Watford because Watford are like the upper half of those lower teams true yeah and then on Super Sunday, the Ethical quarterfinals, Wigan at half one versus Southampton. I'm gonna say Wigan just because they beat City. Yeah, and <laughs> they can, they seem like they're yeah. score more. And Southampton don't need to be in that. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, and, they, they would not be in it. And then a half four, Leicester City versus Chelsea. Ooh, um, well, I, I almost think Leicester because Chelsea would have played Champions League, and then like that's it's both both the only thing they can win this year yeah. but I'm just going to say Leicester because Varley and Mara seem to be doing a bit of business at the moment yeah this is going to make a break their Chelsea season this week yeah, yeah well, that covers all the that covers all the football the main matches anyway yeah so guys as always if you listen to us on iTunes please give us a 5 star review we really really appreciate it and if you have any comments or anything on what we've said in the latest podcast make sure to either leave, leave us a comment on one of our Instagram posts or drop us a DM 
Yeah. Left that in. Well, if you really enjoy the show, make sure to tell a friend. Um, we really enjoy doing this. I know a lot of our audience would be like MMA orientated, but like a lot of that is coming up as well. Yeah. And hopefully we will get a guest on soon that is football related. We're not too sure who. We're not too sure when. But we're working on it. Yeah. Did you say if they have any recommendations? Let us know. Oh, if you have any recommendations, do let us know. And as always, stay energized.